All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Christmas Movie Countdown. I am here with Emma. You. And Alexis. Hello. You know her, 20 Minutes at the Bar. And today we will be talking about Four Christmases. Reminder, it's the 23rd. Y'all got two days. (laughs) Get it together. Get it together. Okay, so Four Christmases is a Christmas rom-com that came out in 2008. It stars a ton of fucking people, but the main stars of it are Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. Um, Additional characters or actors and actresses in it are Sissy Spacek, uh, Mary Steenburgen, Robert Duvall, John Voight, John Favreau, Tim McGraw, Dwight Yoakam, and Kristen Chenoweth. You literally all the fucking people. Yeah. Like there's so many cast. people in this cast. <laughs> so <laughs> Brad and Kate, Vince and Reese, um, are a rich couple in San Francisco. Of course they are, because they live in fucking San Francisco. Right. And they <laughs> in both- a lavish ass apartment. Yeah, their San apartment's Francisco. fucking insane. And you they know what? Both- they may be rich, but they still get toothpaste all over their mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, they both come from super dysfunctional families and are both children's of d- children of divorce. So they're fucked up. Uh, when the movie starts, it seems like they're meeting for the first time in like a hotel bar. And it's just like a weird kink thing where they pretend to be strangers and then have sex. <laughs> And then they go back home and they're like happy and cute. It's actually the chemistry between Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon here is incredible. Like who knew, please put Vince Vaughn in more rom-coms. I don't know why he, like he did like two of them and then just dropped off the face of the earth into comedies and then was just disappeared for like 10 years. So that's the truth. Yeah. Very underrated actor. I love him. Yeah. Same. But he plays the same guy in like every movie, which I'm fine with. Yeah, you're right. He does. So Brad and Kate both hate seeing their families essentially because they're dysfunctional as fuck. And every year at Christmas time, they plan a lavish vacation where they don't have to see their families. And then they make up some lie about what they're doing. They're, you know, going to... Uh, Somalia to feed the poor and they're giving inoculations to kids in Africa or whatever the crap right building a school in Fiji and they come up with these elaborate lies every year to tell their families and for their whole three years of their relationship they have gotten away with it they head to the airport to go on this year's trip to Fiji and well the fog rolls in because it's San Francisco And all the flights get canceled for the night. When the fog gets canceled, because it's like Christmas Eve or the night before, very close to Christmas, um, a news crew shows up at the airport and starts asking everybody questions. It's like the morning, early morning of. The news crew is asking questions like, how are you, (laughs) how do you feel now that your flight's canceled and all this stuff? And they catch Brad and Kate on air and start asking them questions like how did you know where were you going what are you going to do and 
Brad's like in the background yelling about going to fucking Fiji and Kate's trying to like play it off like oh please don't put us on TV and too late she gets a phone call it's her (laughs) mom and she has seen her on TV like bitch now we know you were not going to Fiji now you have to come spend Christmas with us and the other four like all four of the families basically (laughs) it's the title four Christmases so they begrudgingly fucking get in the car and start driving all over the coast and all over the place in fucking California. I have no idea how they visited four different people who are seemingly spread the fuck out. And like desert. Like the, yeah. like the dab is in like the desert practically. I was like, where's it's the supposedly desert? 24 hours. Yeah. I can assume where the dad lives. Uh, based on what it looked like because it was like hilly and deserty outside of the bay area he's probably oh my gosh where the fuck it i can't think of it it starts with a b i have family who live up there it's outside it's like outside bay area it's not that far but i don't know it's just the most and they're like driving down the coast is they're doing the fucking the berkeley no no it's a small city anyways so Brad and Kate start driving and they're like, fuck, now we got to go see all the families. Like, Mm -hmm. let's go. We're going to start with Brad's father. So they go see Brad's family, um, who is Robert, Robert Duvall is the dad and Mm -hmm. his brothers are there, Denver and Dallas played by Tim McGraw and John Favreau. And we find out here that Brad's real name is Orlando because all of the sons are named after the cities in which they were conceived in which is gross (laughs) yikes so uh orlando decided to change his name to brad when he moved away from his family because he hated it probably a smart choice and kate is just like bruh the fuck we've been together for three years i didn't know you had that wasn't your real name and he's like i changed it like there was no reason for you to know that that was my real name like (laughs) he tries to basically get out of the fact that he has never told her this information yeah and then all sorts of chaos ensues he's definitely like the younger child the youngest child his brothers are like suplexing him and doing all sorts of wild shit to him um his dad picks on him like it's a house full of men and all all three of them are just assholes to brad And he was definitely, like, the more timid, um, emotional Emotional. one. There you go. (laughs) So they get to um, opening presents. And it turns out that there was a, like, $10 limit to opening or to presents that nobody told Kate or Brad about. So they got the kids like fucking xboxes and all like all sorts of chaos ensues because the parents got the kids like a flashlight because that's what they could afford for ten dollars and they bought the dad a satellite and there's you know a roof situation where vince vaughn gets hella hurt and then he says their safe word and it's time for them to fucking go he's like i can't handle being around my dad anymore or my brothers it's time to leave so they leave and then they go to kate's mom's house played by mary steenbergen and kristen chenoweth is there too with her kid kids and 
Kate's family is super fucked up. Oh, hardcore. Yeah. So the second they walk in the door, Kate's sister basically starts teasing Kate about how she used to be fat and she didn't have any friends and all these different things like bringing up as much bad shit about Kate as she possibly can. And the mom just piles onto her as well. Like, oh yeah, remember when you were like a fat cat or whatever the fuck we used to call you? Like, it's just horrendous. Cootie Katie. That's what it was. Cootie Katie. Just fucking horrible. Like, these people are horrible people. So... They're picking on her and Brad's just like, oh, you never told me this. You never told me this. Um, well, you know, why didn't you, you got mad at me over Orlando. Why didn't you tell me these things? And like, why the fuck would I tell you about being bullied? Like in elementary school, like that's <laughs> who cares? <clears throat> so her family, which is all female, except for her mom's boyfriend, the pastor and her sister's husband they are all just fawning over brad all the grandmas and aunts are just like oh my gosh you're so handsome you're so this you're so that let me feed you cookies let me show you all these like books of like kate when she was fat and when she had a best friend who was a lesbian and all these different things (laughs) like let me let me put kate everything kate's ever done in front of you so you could just be embarrassed for kate or about kate (laughs) meanwhile uh kate holds her sister's baby and it spits up all over her so she goes into the bathroom to get cleared up to get cleaned up and notices in the diaper bag that's in there that her sister has pregnancy tests because chris and chenoweth in this movie is just like a fucking baby factory apparently so (laughs) this shit made me laugh so hard (laughs) yeah so she grabs a pregnancy test and um takes it and then it's like sets it on the counter to like, because you have to wait for a pregnancy test to figure it out. Um, and then her niece walks in and this little girl's like eight, 10 maybe. And she walks in and she grabs the pregnancy test and to cover her tracks, Kate's like, oh yeah, that's my special marker. Like, you know, you need to put that down. And she's like, the little girl's like, oh, we're not allowed to have markers in the house. I'm going to go tell grandma, like, you're going to get in trouble. <clears throat> and Kate's just like, no, it's okay. It's my special, like, grown-up marker. I'm a grown-up. It's okay. And the girl's like, nope, now it's mine. And she runs away and she goes into the bounce house that they have because Kristen Chenoweth apparently has, like, 50 kids or... It's all, all the, the kids, neighborhood kids. Which makes no fucking sense. Like, y'all yeah. with your fucking families. No kidding. So she runs into this fucking bounce house holding this pregnancy test. And Kate is trying to make sure that no one notices that this little girl has a fucking pregnancy test because her and Brad are not, not there. And they don't, they haven't even discussed kids. Like basically they don't want kids so far, (laughs) but Kate's starting to get a little bit of baby fever as she's around the baby. Like she's noticing the babies around. She kind of held um brad's niece a little baby Mm -hmm. niece for a minute um at the dad's house and she's starting to get kind of i could i could maybe have a baby like that'd be all right 
So she follows these, this little girl into the bounce house and all the kids in the bounce house decide they're going to play fucking keep away with this pregnancy test. <laughs> so she is bouncing around in this bounce house with these kids trying to fucking get this thing back. And they're like dogpiling on her and be- doing all this crazy shit. And she has a traumatic memory from when she was a kid of being in a bounce house. Like she's already scared to be in this bitch. So she's in there she's freaking out she's trying to get this pregnancy test bag and they're just being assholes about it so finally (laughs) she's like you know what fuck it and she zips the like thing closed so none of the family can witness what's happening and she goes to town on these fucking kids she starts like suplexing them and dropping them she's like (laughs) fuck it and she piles up all these kids which is exactly what she should have done and the little girl her niece has the pregnancy test in her mouth and is climbing like the wall of the fucking um, bounce house trying to get away from her niece or trying to get away from her aunt. Kate Simpson is basically just like, hey, you know that special marker? I peed on it. (laughs) And the little (laughs) girl's like, what? (laughs) And spits it out and Kate catches it and then hides it and gets out of the fucking bounce house. (laughs) (laughs) um she goes back in to see to talk to her family and you know she gets a look at the pregnancy test and she looks kind of shocked um but we don't know what happened on said pregnancy test she just kind of looks shocked and she goes back in the house and tries to rescue brad and he swears he's having an okay time and then they go to church and at church, <laughs> they have to, like, the people who were supposed to play Mary and Joseph for the, like, Christmas play backed out. They were, like, sick or something. Or there was traffic. Food poisoning. And they couldn't mm-hmm. come to church. So the pastor, who is kind of Kate's stepdad at this point, is... Fucking Dwight Yoakam. Yeah, Dwight Yoakam. <laughs> I asking, forgot he was in this movie. <laughs> is asking for volunteers. And the mom is trying to get Kate to say, yeah, I'll do it. Like, I, you know, the mom really wants to impress her partner, the pastor. And Kate's just like, no, I have crazy stage fright. Like, you don't want me up there. This is a horrible idea. I don't want to do it. No. And the mom's just like, Kate will do it. And raises her hand and the whole congregation cheers. And Kate's like, you fucking bitch, basically. (laughs) So she begrudgingly gets up. And then they still need a Joseph. And she turns to Brad and she's like, you're doing it. Like, I can't go up there alone. You have to do this with me. You have to. And Brad's like, no, 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 no. No, I don't want to do that. Um, But eventually she convinces him or she forces him to to be her Joseph. So they go in the backstage and they're, they get all changed and they, Joseph looks fucking crazy. His little like skirt thing was meant for a man much shorter than Vince Vaughn, who was a giant. And they hand Reese the uh, baby Jesus baby, who is this giant fucking baby, right? And She's holding them waiting. They're like in the wings, basically waiting for her cue or waiting for their cue to go out onto the stage. So the play starts and 
they go out on their thing and um joseph says his line and then mary is supposed to say is supposed to do something so the the pastor is like reading us like reading the story basically and he says and then mary swaddled baby jesus and lay him in the manger and (laughs) you can't find the swaddling cloth because the one little blanket thing that's in the manger is this teeny tiny like napkin sized thing and this baby is huge so she is looking for the swaddling cloth and can't find it anywhere and she's panicking and she doesn't want to say her line she's like trying to motion to brad like hey i don't fucking know this and brad's just like you're gonna mess this up for me like fucking say your line like what are you doing what are you doing and eventually you know like a minute goes by and everyone's just like what the fuck is going on and mary's all panicked and then brad just out of nowhere like grabs the fucking um swaddle cloth that was on his hip like he used it as part of his costume and swaddles the baby and goes into this soliloquy about fucking like how good of a dad he's gonna be to this kid that's not his that like (laughs) is the the lord and savior jesus or whatever and it's it's so egotistic like it was just okay undeserving mother hand me this child yeah peak vince vaughn like he was born for like that type of acting role yeah for overshadowing somebody for sure it was like the funniest one of the funniest scenes in the movie i loved it yeah so they finish or the play ends and afterwards kate is fucking pissed as she should be because he just left her out to dry and then stole like the one fucking line that she had and the thing she had to do like she's really mad and brad's just like man i was great out there like that was crazy you know he's talking about himself over and over and over again and it's just a mess so they leave the mom's place and head to brad's mom's place and here is where we really get vince vaughn shine in comedic just timing brad's mom played by sissy spacek ended up (laughs) marrying brad's high school best friend the kid is his the guy is his age and his best friend just keeps making like trying to be his stepdad kind of moments like that's okay champ or let me pay for your gasp bud (laughs) oh my god when he walks in how are you young lady good to see you again big boy and i was like yeah (laughs) vince vaughn is like the look of murderous rage on his face towards his best friend is fucking like priceless it's so good they are hanging out and his mom is like she very clearly babied him and his brother one of his brothers is there the one with the wife and the kid or and the young daughter and they start playing taboo yes yeah yeah and the mom and the stepdad go first and they do okay i think they get like a two or three and then fucking john favreau and his wife go (laughs) And they have been together for clearly a really long time and are super in sync because they hammer out like seven really quick, like in within the timer. They know exactly what the other one is talking about. 
And then Brad and Kate go, and they have been getting more and more out of sync as the day goes on, as secrets are unveiled about themselves, about their past, about their families. So they're all out of whack at this point. And Kate is giving him the clues and her clues are just trash. Like, like no one would ever get these in a game of taboo type clues. And he's just, he's kind of berating her. Like, that's not how you play this game. Like, what are are you doing? (laughs) I would never have gotten there. And also Sissy Spacek is like, doesn't understand the game. So she keeps like buzzing him when he says the (laughs) words that are on the card. Yeah. It was so good. It was really good. It was really, really good. So they're just getting, you know, more and more frustrated. And then the timer goes up. They didn't get any. And Vince Vaughn is super mad, like, that his brother beat him in a game that, you know, Kate sucked at giving him fucking clues. They're just a mess. So they go, they finish that dinner or that time at his mom's house. And then they head to their last stop, their fourth Christmas at John Voigt's house, Kate's father. Yep. And on their way there, Kate brings up the idea of kids and she starts asking questions, you know, about trying to basically just trying to start that conversation about having kids. And Vince Vaughn shuts it down immediately. Brad is like, I don't want kids. I have never wanted kids. What's there to talk about? Cause we don't want kids. Like we're just going to be us and no yeah. kids and no kid gang. It'll be great. And Kate is just like, well, what the fuck dude? <laughs> like I, you know, over the course of this day, basically she has realized that she wants kids and that their shit is just a mess. She wants to get married and have kids with Brad and he is just scared as fuck. Um, so they get to Kate's dad's house and after their argument in the car, Kate basically says, you know, I think I'm going to do this Christmas alone. Like you go back home. I'll see you later. Like I'm going to go and deal with my family, my father alone. You yeah. do your thing. She gets in and everyone is there. Uh, basically her dad is there. Her mom is there. Her sister, Kristen Chenoweth, like the whole family is there because apparently mm-hmm. John Voigt and uh, Mary Steenberg and are like our friends now. It's been long enough after their divorce that they can stand each other. And she basically tells them all like me and Brad broke up. This was horrible. And all these things happened. And um, she has a heart to heart with her dad about, you know, all the things that have happened and what she wants in her life. While this is happening, Brad goes back to his dad's house and has a heart to heart with his dad about, you know, just all the things that have happened today and what Kate wants and how he doesn't want it, how he's scared. And the dad kind of talks uh, like not sense into him, but makes him the dad is really proud of Vince Vaughn for not wanting marriage, not wanting kids. You know, you're going to be a single man just like me. Like you're yep. following in your father's footsteps. Good for you. And Brad hears this and is just like, ugh, that is not what I want. That is never, that has never been what I wanted. Like you're yeah. trash. I don't want to be like you. Um, and he realizes, you know, Kate is what I want. It doesn't matter. Like the kids, the marriage, whatever, like we can figure that out 
um, yeah. and start talking about it. But Kate is what I want. Yeah. yeah. So he goes back to Kate's father's <laughs> house. Yep. And basically starts the conversation. He says, you know, I don't want, like, I don't necessarily want kids, but I don't, I'm not opposed to the idea of having them. And I'm not opposed to the idea of marriage or like, I just want you basically. And Kate's like, cool. So we can start talking about it. And he's like, yes, I'm open to start talking about all of these things. Like, let's start talking about it. So they make up and after Christmas is done, they go back to the airport the next day and they go to Fiji and have, you know, a wonderful vacation. We get a time jump and it takes us to New Year's Day, a year after the four Christmases. And Brad and Kate are in the hospital welcoming their first child, a daughter. Um, After they have spent the last nine months completely hiding the news that Kate was pregnant (laughs) from their families. Again, (laughs) the secrets and the hiding and the lies. Learned nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, they end up being, their daughter ends up being the New Year's baby for the Bay Area, essentially. Yep. And because of that, for those of you who have never paid attention to the news on New Year's, the very first baby born in said any town, America, what, wherever the fuck, um, is dubbed the New Year's baby. And it's like a big deal. Usually yep. the hospital will like throw some special thing or give some special like present companies give some special present to the new year's baby like to the family like a year's supply of diapers or formula or whatever the fuck right so their kid ends up being the new year's baby and then a news crew comes in to talk to the parents (laughs) of the of the baby of the new year's baby and to get a glimpse of the new year's baby and once again they have been revealed on the news to the whole city and their families and then the it's, movie ends. It's Vince Vaughn's answers, though, to me, how, uh, where he's like, "Well, there was a vacuum, and the screaming, and the the pushing, and the juices." And then yeah. she's like, ah, blah, 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 blah. "Stop it!" Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Normally, so that was like four that cheesy, but I love that callback. Oh yeah, I loved it. Yeah. So. Uh, that was four Christmases. Um, the most unrealistic part was the fact that the news crew came in at the hospital without notifying, like that the hospital let the news crew in without notifying the family first. Yup. Like that's for sure. Not how that works. Nope. <laughs> like no one's allowed in to see the baby except for direct family. And if they're on a visitor's list and all of like, mm-hmm. it is not just a like, Oh yeah, the news crew can come in and look at this woman who just, <laughs> pushed a fucking 10 pound brick out of her vagina like <laughs> that's not a fucking thing that happens <laughs> no it isn't <laughs> and of course she looks perfect well yeah it's fuck reese all of that fuck it's, all of that it's reese yeah. witherspoon her fucking daughter looks yeah. exactly like her it is i know freaky yeah it's Man. a little terrifying yeah all right Alexis, who was your favorite character in Four Christmases? I mean, the one that gave me 
the most like laughs and enjoyment Vince Vaughn's character I mean I just think he's such a good actor so Brad Brad maybe smile even though he's a he's kind of a, a, a doof but yeah I get it like that I, I could I could forgive the doofiness because you know toxicity from family right yeah um but I just thought that the comedic timing like you said was amazing funny like he's the same character in like every freaking film that he does and I love it don't ever change Vince Vaughn um <laughs> you know he's just I, he just made me smile a lot that was so funny yeah you need to see the scary movie he was in recently the one that came out last oh, year freaking. or this year well, my favorite movie of him, like, I mean, he's been in so many, like The Breakup, I think, with Jennifer Aniston, like, that was really good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I hate that movie. I mean, I I don't, <laughs> I don't remember if I, I liked it. Or, I mean, I remember liking it, but I don't remember. I liked, like, half but of his, it. I liked Vince Vaughn, but yeah. I didn't like the plot. The the ending no, of that movie. No, the plot was annoying, but Vince Vaughn steals off. the show. <laughs> His 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 um his acting in Be Cool the movie Be Cool yeah one of my favorite movies he's so freaking good in that yeah so yeah Brad Brad's character multifaceted has the good arc yeah you know what I mean all right Emma who's your favorite character well though I did appreciate the main characters for all of their awesome and shittiness um I enjoyed John Voight's character um. Crate Creighton? Yeah. Creighton. Yeah. No, he was he was great. I mean, he was just very matter of fact with her, and I thought that was sweet as a father. You know, he's not holding it against her per se. He's like, I know that you guys want to spend Christmas with each other. Okay. Like that he pokes at it and he's so he's not off inoculating kids in Burma or he's not off spear fishing for the less fortunate of whatever. <laughs> But yeah, no, I liked his character. It was very cute, very sweet, very, uh, very chill. Katie, how about you? Uh, yeah, my favorite character was also John Voight. Mostly <laughs> because every other person in this movie was trash. <laughs> like, the main characters were hiding a whole bunch of shit and lying to each other constantly. Yeah. The every other person of all of the families was super fucked up. Like, yeah, the brothers were assholes to him, the dad was an asshole to him. The mom, his mom, like married his best friend, which is fucking gross. His or her mom and her sisters were super bitches. They were atrocious. Like, the only person that had any redeeming qualities in this movie was John Voight. Like oh. he was the only one who was straightforward and not a dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So definitely John Voight. Uh, all right. Alexis, who was your least favorite? Casey, the stupid daughter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like who puts a pregnancy test in their mouth and believes that it's a magic marker? Sorry, I don't care like, if you're five. Like what? privacy, you you bust into a freaking bathroom and somebody tells you to get out, you get out. Right? Why it's wasn't like, it locked? Exactly. That was Reese Witherspoon. Why wasn't it locked? Reese Witherspoon. Uh, Reese Witherspoon's fault. Um, but then, like taking her into the to the jump jump where she knew that like Reese would you know be all scared, and then like leading the charge to like 
<clears throat> one of those kids freaking kicked Reese in the stomach, like out of the jump jump. Mm-hmm. Yep. Called the bounce house. Um, and yeah, no, Casey bugs. It's like <clears throat> one of the things that I struggle with with movies. I get a lot of anxiety when there's just like everything goes wrong. Yeah. You know, yep. like things that like it's just like plot for plot's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But like nothing seems to be going right. And I just, I don't know why it triggers me. Um, so that whole scene, like, I was just like, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this girl. I hate this girl. <laughs> um, and so I felt bad because she's eight, but still like, yeah. Grr. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't have with that little girl. Uh, I would have like just pushed her down to start. Like we would have gotten that jump, jump and it would have been on. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, we're on soft ground. Okay, bitch. Get ready to be suplexed. Give me my right? shit back. You taught me a new word tonight. I didn't know what suplex meant. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like you grab someone by the waist, uh, like lower waist, and you yeah. like hurl them backwards, kind of. Yeah, I don't know. It's wrestling, but yeah. I would have fucked that girl up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not okay. Um, Emma, least favorite character. I wrote the kids because everyone in the jump jump and well all the the kids in this movie that weren't infants yeah because infants can't help it and that that puke scene i've been there i've been there (laughs) let me tell you how many times i've been there a lot those kids tim mcgraw's fucking kids were tits Mm -hmm. they were awful they were fucking awful yep like fuck you for getting mad at your dad for buying you literally the only thing he could afford you because somebody else bought you an xbox like yeah yeah fuck you and then same reasons as alexis that little casey kid no thank you all those kids in the jump jump woo. yep i'd have been hurling cannonballs let's go yeah not today satan not today. I'd have pulled the damn plug on that bounce house and just let it collapse. Been like, where are you going to go now? Hand me my shit and I'll blow it back up. <laughs> yup. That ain't it. That ain't it. Those kids were awful. Yeah. Fucking garbage. Katie. My least favorite characters in this movie were all of the females on Kate's side of the family. Yup. And the only reason I don't say all the females in the whole fucking movie is because I actually really liked Brad's sister-in-law. She Mm -hmm. was hilarious. Yep. But Kate's family, her mom, uh, her sister, Kristen Chenoweth, all of her like aunts and like grandmas and stuff, and the little girl, they were just bitches like Uh, i don't know when i walk into somebody's house that i have you know i'm friends with but i haven't met their family the first thing i hear out of that family's mouth better not be them bad talking my friend like don't shit talk my friend or my significant other like that's not how we do things around here like i will put people in their fucking place yeah if i walk into your house and immediately your family starts shitting on you. No, yeah. we don't do that around me. Like, <laughs> I'd like to invite everyone to take a seat and prepare your assholes for this new reaming. Yeah, because <laughs> it ain't happening. We're not like, we're not going to somebody's house just so you can fucking degrade them. Like, that's no. not okay. 
It's not um, funny. It's not cute. It's not endearing. It does not make yeah. me happy. It doesn't make me want to come back. I'm not going to relate to you at all because you're going, oh, they were such a little fucker. They were so fat. No, get fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah. Stop body shaming this baby, you assholes. <clears throat> yeah. No, uh, I was not okay with anything that happened at Kate's mom's house. The whole, yep. it was all trash. So my, that's my least favorite. All of Kate's mom's house. Yep. And the oh giant God. Jesus in the front yard and nothing else. Yeah, that was fucking weird. <laughs> All right. Seven word synopsis. Alexis. I struggle with this. <clears throat> um, desert to city in one day. Nuts. <laughs> the beauty correct. of California. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a, there was a Ford or Dodge or some, some car mm-hmm. company commercial uh, a couple years ago, a few years ago, that was like that, where it was like somebody was like they were like surfing and snowboarding and like rock climbing all in the same day in California because everything's fucking close. And I was like, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> you could do that if you were just super fucking motivated. If yeah. you would- went widthwise, if you went widthwise and not lengthwise, you yeah. sure as fuck could do that in a day. If you For went sure. lengthwise. You ain't going anywhere in 24 yeah. hours per yeah, it takes six it takes 16 hours to drive from the bottom to the top with yep. zero traffic and no road closures which is and no stops impossible yeah no no lunches no nothing no bathroom breaks so nope. good luck <laughs> right uh all right uh i have two i've got three years is too long to lie yep. yeah like I couldn't, I couldn't be with someone for three years and have not told them that, you know, my name was originally Orlando or, you know, my family fucking sucks. And here's all the reasons why, or, you know, I don't like my family because they make fun of me because I was fat when I was little, like they're, that's too long. Like those, by the time you hit three years, y'all should be talking about that. Like they're, Especially if your friend Joe was your best friend who used to do weird shit like tell you we're going to play make-believe to sunbathe so I can rub lotion on your body (laughs) and then have your significant other be like, oh, honey, oh, honey, no. Your friend was a lesbian. (laughs) Your friend was gay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. And then my other one was both of these families were absolute trash. Yep correct yeah all right emma okay dance class description was absolutely prize winning (laughs) and they were sitting there talking to those other two couples Mm -hmm. describing their reasoning behind not wanting to do what the other two were about to do and then watching the other two considering those reasons yeah while trying to still remain lovey-dovey was incredible (laughs) These descriptions of family Christmas are priceless. Yeah. Yikes. Wow. Buff Favreau and Tim McGraw. Assholes. Yep. <clears throat> and then my alliterative. Floored flights force four fucked up family festivities. Nice. That was amazing. <clears throat> yeah, there was a moment there where John Favreau was hella buff. 
And every role he took when he was re- was when he was hella buff was super douchey. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, he did that when um I don't know if that was around the time. No, it wouldn't have been in Friends when he. Mm-hmm. It was just he- post Friends because uh, when he was in Friends, he had just started getting super buff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he he had to have had to have been buff for like ten years because he was in Friends early on before yeah. she was with Chandler. And that yeah. show ended in 2004. So like. And this came out in 2002. 2008. 2008. Never mind. 2008. Yeah. I, I, so he just was super kidding. buff for like a decade. Well, you know, he was like buff and then not buff and then buff and then not buff. He like. Yeah. He went in his like little. Loop. Like Chandler. Yes. Like yeah. every person. <clears throat> like every adult. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah. Every time. John Favreau gets muscles or gets muscly, he ends up being a dick. In oh, role. Like whatever role he takes, he's just a super dick. Yeah. And it's funny. He he plays that up really well, like the meathead, like I'm a douchebag thing. It's yeah. fucking funny. All right. This movie came out November 26th, 2008. So Thanksgiving weekend. It came out on a Wednesday, just before Thanksgiving. Um, so it had like a really long, uh, like opening week, opening weekend, whatever. It was like five days. Um, what do you guys think this movie made? It's but or sorry, what do you think this movie's budget was? Alexis, God, it had all the stars. I'm gonna go with a hundred million. Nice, Emma. <sighs> Being that it was 2008, but also had all the people. Um, I'll go with 50 flat. Okay. $50 dues. The actual retail price of this movie was 80 million. I'm sure. So Alexis wins if we're playing closest. If we're playing prices <clears throat> right, Emma wins for not going over. <laughs> Which I watched oh, a lot on. of this weekend. So I know all about that show now. Good luck. It was kind of right in the middle, but goddamn, this movie was expensive to make. For a wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, million for a rom com. That's wild. That's a lot. How much did Reese pull in just on her own? A a shit ton, I'm sure. Her and Vince Vaughn, because he was really big at this point. Yeah. Um. All right. So, like I said, Thanksgiving weekend, 2008. How much do you guys think this movie made, Alexis? I feel like it was pretty popular. I even went to go see it. Um. I'll go with 175 million. 175. All right, Emma. I'm going to say 165. Smart. All right. You guys both went over, but Emma, you were very close. The actual retail price of Four Christmases was 163.7 million. So you were only off by like a million dollars. Jesus. Good job, Jump Jump. Crazy. That's my job, man. That's my job. So I was reading about this movie and when it came out and it had a, like a kind of garbage Wednesday because like, why would you release a movie on a Wednesday? Like that's a weird time. And <laughs> the day before Thanksgiving, like everyone's fucking busy getting ready for Thanksgiving. Yeah. But every following day of that weekend, it made more and more and more money. And it ended up shutting out the previous week's number one um, which had just been released, Twilight, number one. 
No freaking way. Twilight came out the week before this movie, was number one uh, for the week that it came out. And then Four Christmases came out. Uh, Twilight beat it on the Wednesday. And then th- the weekend came and Four Christmases topped it. No and way. then Four Christmases topped it the next weekend. And it sat on in the number one spot ahead of Twilight for like two or three weeks before Twilight finally overtook it again. Jesus. So, you know, rom-coms don't have the staying power no. as a teen drama, so. Apparently. Wow. Yeah. yeah, so craziness. But yeah, that has been Four Christmases. Uh, do you guys have anything else to say about this movie? It's a great movie to illustrate, honestly, what I think happens more often than people understand. Like, it's family get-togethers are fantastic. They are. But they are also very nerve-wracking and anxiety-inducing. And a lot of times, exactly like this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. So if if you are the parental figure or the sibling in this situation please don't be like this yeah just just don't take a hard look at yourself and figure it out if you're the reese witherspoon or the vince vaughn please tell your significant other about yourself don't don't sit there and be stupid just figure it out other than that this movie is fantastic yeah yeah this movie I remember liking it a lot when it came out and then I was like, Oh, I want to, I want to watch this again and talk about it. And then after watching it now, what, 12, 13 years later, right? Like yeah. the world has definitely changed. I feel like, I don't know if this movie could get made now this way. I think a lot of these movies, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> but um, it, you could spend an entire like, part of the movie just like analyzing Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn and yep like yeah why they chose to enter a relationship that's just fun and fancy free and doesn't talk about any real things because they kind of don't yeah um so it was nice to to see them sort of work that out but you know superficially I'm wondering if I think more movies now are a little bit more heady and so maybe this had been made in 2021 it would have a little bit more deep it probably would have been another 45 minutes to an hour longer because all the movies now are like three hours yeah Um, really could have you know dug deep into that but i'm kind of glad that this movie was it's it's cool hour and a half yeah we've watched a few movies this year that are kind of similar like bring your significant other home to meet your family and then your family just fucking sucks Mm -hmm. yeah um we've watched a couple of films like that this year and I will say that is kind of the unique thing about Four Christmases is that they are spending time with both of the couples, like dysfunctional families, rather than just one of them. Um, And I think that was a really cool turn of events for this movie. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm kind of over the, like, everyone's family sucks. Yeah. Like... Not to say that families don't suck, because they definitely do. A lot of people's families are shit. But I don't know. There's just so many movies that do the same thing where it's like, oh, we're going to go home. And then everyone in my family is going to emotionally (laughs) abuse me and maybe physically abuse me. And you'll see why I'm the way I am. Yeah. 
Yes. Everyone understands that. Everyone grew up, has some weird childhood thing that they don't want to deal with. But I think if they were to redo a movie like this, it should have been that they actually did go to Fiji and that in Fiji, they actually like figured out a lot of this in conversation and then dealt with it that way instead of being like, well, here's my family to fuck it all up. Yeah. But yeah. But I, I don't think they would actually... have. I don't think she would have come to the realization about wanting kids. Oh, no, no, no. Not in the same universe at all. Like yeah. if they were to redo it and they were actually like, it's been three years, we should probably have these conversations. Yeah. But no, if if you took the Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon that there was and tried to get them to have that, no, they wouldn't yeah. have done it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I it was okay. This movie was okay. It was weird. Like most of this movie was negative mm-hmm. for the for the main characters. And yeah. that sucked. That was like yeah. depressing. It was hard. It was funny, like there were a lot of laughable moments, but you're laughing like at the expense of one of the main characters most of the time. Yeah. That yeah. kind of sucked. I felt like weird about it, but it was all right. All right. If you have any thoughts or fucks to give about four Christmases, you can hit us up on all the socials. Uh, we have a Twitter at Allentown Pod. You can hit us up at on our email at AllentownPresents at gmail.com, or uh, you can find us on Facebook at Allentown Presents. So, like I said at the beginning, this was episode 23. You've got two days. We've got two days left. You have two <laughs> days to finish your Christmas shopping. We've got two more movies coming at you before Christmas is over. And holy crap, guys, it's almost 2022. Like, we're fucking close. Nuts. So check back here tomorrow. Same place. Same same bat channel. Same bat place. Same bat time. Okay. We will be here for another episode of the Christmas Movie Countdown. We will see you tomorrow for Christmas Eve. Bye. 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 Bye.